1: What's up Buffalo Fanatics, Josh Allen here, just wanted to say uh, go Bills. What's
2: up everybody, it's your man Rev, and you are now tuned in to another episode of Rated Rev, right here on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Smash that like and hit the subscribe button, you know how we do. From week to week we bring you that heat, so clear the tape, it's time to eat. Let's get it. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up Buffalo Fanatics? What's good everybody? Yo, I apologize for the delay. I was having some minor technical difficulties getting started, but I am here now. Glad to be here with you guys. Let me know if everything is good, if you can hear me well. I had some people in here talking about, yo, Rev, make sure you turn your mic and 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 your camera on. Yo, I think I've got everything on now, so let me know, make sure I don't have any echo going on. But if not, let's get this thing popping, baby grace and peace to everybody who is joining me right now welcome to another edition of rated rev brought to you by bet us on the buffalo fanatics network you already know what time it is baby you guys do me this favor smash that like hit the subscribe button and turn on those bell notifications and this is a roll call we do this every single week i want to know where you guys are watching from let me know what's happening let's get this popping baby the chat's already going off. I see everybody in here. What's good? What's good? Let me see Let me see who I got. Let me see who I got. Yo, yo, yo. I stick by the bill. Says, yo, let's get this popping. Ronald Enix says, yo, what's up, Rev? What's good, Ronald? What is going on? Everybody in here in the chat who's joining me live right now, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. Welcome. Glad to be here with you. And to those who watch on replay, what's up? And to everybody who's, who's listening by podcast format, what's good? This is Rated Rev. I've got my man Ryan coming in here from Rochester. I've got Max Doberman from Holland, Ohio. What's happening? There we go. Now you guys are popping in here. Connor, Niagara Falls. Sweat from Indianapolis. What's happening? Ronald Ringler from PA what's good baby chris 716 always in the house Proud buffalo what's good james hill from vancouver island yo yo glad to be here with everybody air island Rare. what's up from indiana what's good michael briggs from randolph new york what's happening everybody oh i've got benji from tel aviv what's up benji Man, glad you could be here with us. I've got Jim Graham from Pritchard, Alabama. Mike Appenheimer, OP716. Mitch Thomas, Kingston, Ontario. What's happening? Day Trooper GW from Houston. WB2DX, Anderson, South Carolina. Steve Jameson from Syracuse. You guys already know what time it is. Glad to be here with you guys. Oh man. Do I got another 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 brother from, from El Paso? Caesar from Nandez from El Paso, Texas. What's good, Caesar? 915, baby. You know what's happening. That's where I'm at. The House TV Puerto Rico. What's good, everybody? So many of you guys here are joining me right now, live, and I am excited to be here with you all. I hope everybody is ready for another episode of rated rev i know i'm excited i know you guys are excited too i know maybe you may you may even be a little bit concerned right or you think about everything that's going on already are you thinking about the news we're gonna get into all of that we are definitely gonna get into all of that tonight so make sure you stay tuned here uh man, we've got a jam-packed show for you guys tonight. We've got a lot to get into. Um, I know you guys have already heard about the news. We're gonna talk about that, but we've got a game this weekend. The Buffalo Bills had a a mini buy, and they enter the second game of their AFC East trilogy
3: against the New York Jets. Part two, baby. Part two. And so, yeah, we've got a lot to
2: talk about. Um, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a good show. The news that came out today, wow. It's uh, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I know how I feel about it, but let's get into it right now. Matter of fact, this is gonna be, this is this is a a new, I guess you can call it a new segment. This is gonna be the lead-off topic of the show. This is this is what we lead off the show with, and it's called First and Ten. Check it out. It's first first and 10 baby first and 10 the lead off topic of the show of course everybody knows it is none other than von miller um man what type of i mean how 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 heartbreaking
3: um news is that so to find out today that our man von miller von miller
2: went to texas if i'm not mistaken went to texas to have um um some some surgery right or just to kind of look in there and check his knee out whatever um and then he come to come to
3: find out that uh he needs he he tore his acl he tore his acl and they went ahead and repaired
2: it and so von miller is out for the entire year with the torn acl i mean how fast the news change right because the last we heard um he was on short-term IR, right? He was put on IR by Brandon Bean. Everybody was was anticipating him returning after four weeks or so, um, and revisiting it and seeing what's you know seeing how everything goes. And Von Miller even even thought that he could play this week against the Jets. Brandon Bean shut that down, put him on IR. Um, you know, uh, hoping that that he would be fine in in a few weeks, four weeks. Nonetheless, coming to find out. He's done for the year, torn ACL, torn ACL. Man, that's tough. That that's 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 tough, man. I I don't I don't know. Um, I don't I don't know how he can how he could have dealt with that news, man. I mean that 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 news was uh, I mean you imagine imagine being Vaughn, right? I mean he goes in, and doesn't he go to Texas to have some type of just just minor? Doesn't he have some type of surgery? I don't think he went there to have ACL repair surgery. I think he went in there to have something else right and then only to find out that oh no you tore your ACL we had to go ahead and replace that like that's tough I mean that's got to be tough right because I mean he came in here under the impression that he would be fine you know in a, in a few weeks
3: in a few weeks he thought he was going to be fine in a few weeks but that wasn't the case that wasn't the
2: case and so um, yeah, okay, Dave, David says yo, know, he 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 went and he had a uh, a knee scope and a cleanup. Yeah, so he had a knee scope a scope and a cleanup, man, and, and then came out and found out that, that that yo, he tore his ACL. Like that's tough. That that that's that's tough, and that's that's news, and I don't understand. I don't I don't know how, how he could honestly, man, how he could even um handle that news any better than he are than than he did. I mean I'm trying
3: to uh pull up this video clip that i had uh matter of fact here i think i can i think i can get it right here oh
2: dang i can't pull it up but anyway you guys saw the clip right von miller clip he was like surprisingly okay at least that's the way he appeared on this video right you guys saw it when he was you know at the hospital bed and he was just trying to you know encourage the fans encourage bills mafia say, so, you know hey hey man you know guys you know i'm, I'm all right um I'm feeling good, you know. I'm I'm in good spirits, you know. Uh, uh I'm good. And then he kind of like, and then he was like, "Yo, you guys don't feel sorry for me. Don't don't feel bad for me. Everything's gonna be all right." Um, and then he ended his 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 uh, clip up by saying, "You know, hey, don't blink." Like that's that's incredible leadership, man. Like that for him to do that, getting that news like that, right? I mean, that, that's got to be devastating. i mean, for anybody else. Maybe he just put on a good face, right? But, but I don't know, man. He he, for him to be able to do that. After getting that kind of news and being able to say, you know what? Hey, it's going to be all right. I'm fine. We're going to be okay, but don't blink. Imagine the the ripple effect that has to have on the locker room. Especially the defense, right? And on the defensive line. When you've got guys like A.J. Epinesa and Shaq Lawson, um, Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, You get those guys right there who are hearing that. They heard the news. Devastating news, right? From a guy, their leader that they look up to, the guy that has, has poured everything that he has um into them over this 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 season. And then to hear him say, hey, don't blink, we're gonna be all right. Like that's gotta be encouraging. Right? I mean, yes, yeah, tough news, right? I mean, yeah, it's sad, and 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 I think that it can it can dampen spirits, right? But but when 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 a leader like like Vaughn can say, Hey, don't blink, like everything's gonna be okay. Don't worry about me, I'm gonna be fine. I think that has to um, uplift everybody in that locker room, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, no doubt, man, like no, no doubt. I mean, this is, this is. I mean, we say it, right? I mean, it's the next man up, right? I mean, like like Day Trooper GW said, yo, next man up, let's go. I mean, it, it, that's true, man. I mean, it is what it is. It, it definitely is the next man up, right? I mean, we can't understate, first of all, I mean, how valuable a guy like Von Miller is. And you don't really just replace him, right? I mean, because, I mean, that, that's a future Hall of Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. And a guy with the numbers he has, you just don't replace him. So guys are going to have to step up. But when you look, at, when you look at, at his impact, right, and how his absence can impact the defensive line, I mean, look, look, just look at his numbers right now. I mean, so far, I mean, he, he has eight sacks. So he leads the team in sacks. Behind him, I think, is, is, is Greg Rousseau with five. So you you're you're gonna miss that sack production from a guy like Von Miller, who's a closer, right? And I mean, he he was he was having a fantastic season. Fantastic season. I mean, you, you just think about how many more sacks he he likely could have gotten, you know, um had it not been for that injury. He would have easily hit double digit sacks. Easily. I'm talking about 12 to 13, probably in the regular season alone. Like he was having that 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 good of a year. So for everybody who was saying, you know, hey, you know that 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 contract is looking bad. No, it's not. You can't predict injuries. That that contract that they signed him to was 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 worth it, in my opinion, worth it, well worth it, well worth it. Nobody else on this team is is, is on pace to to hit those numbers like Vaughn was. You know, so so that contract is worth it. Now, I mean, yeah, you can look at it now and be like, oh, yeah, he's out for the year. You know what I'm saying? But come on, now, I, I, I would I would do it again. That's how valuable he is, and you know. But when you look at his absence, you know, I mean, how could it impact the defense and the defensive line? Well, well, first and foremost, I mean, it has to be the leadership aspect, right? I mean, because you have a guy like that in the locker room who's out now. Now you need now now you need to fill the leadership void. So who are you going to rely on across the defensive line to step up and fill that leadership void? Is it Greg Rousseau? He's a young player. Boogie you Basham? No. Shack? Maybe he's a vet. Right? But how, how much control and how much does he have in the, in, the, in, the, in that defensive line room? You know what I'm saying? AJ? No. So I think it's going to be a collective. Right? It's going to have to be a collective to fill that leadership void. It's going to be tough. No doubt it's going to be hard. But I think I think the way this team is made up, um, I, I think we're going to be okay. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. William, uh, William on YT says, yo, I got faith in the youngins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got we we got no choice, right? We have we have no choice. We we have to step up. I mean, we have to trust these guys, right? Um, um, Shaq, Yeah, Texas Flood says Shack. Yeah, man, definitely. So, um, it's gonna be all right, man. It's gonna be all right. Silas comes in here. He says, "Yo, it's not just his on the field production, but it's, it's his teaching the younger guys that will be missed." hundred percent, hundred percent. So we'll we hope that we'll hope that the younger guys absorbed as much as they could from Vaughn and I don't think that that this is just like the end right like I, like this is not just the end right you like I think Vaughn is still going to be he's still going to be there right he's still going to be on the sidelines I believe it you know what I'm saying once he once he gets uh when he once he gets well I think he's going to be there he's going to be in the, in the room right uh helping these guys teaching them, you know training them. he's 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 that kind of guy he's just not going to go absent as a matter of fact I mean, listen, listen to what Brandon Bean had to say about this. Vaughn has been great for us, um, not only as a player, but the championship mentality, all the things he's brought to our team. And he's going to continue. He's going to come back. This guy's not hanging it up. He's determined. He was excited when I talked to him last night. Um, hated that it happened, but he already had his focus on his rehab and coming back here helping this team finish the season strong, and then he'll be here this offseason. So, um, no, I'm,
3: I'm surely glad we got Vaughn Miller.
2: Look at that. Even the GM, I mean, Brandon Bean is he's touched by by just by the leadership of Von Miller. Now, no doubt, um, you can kind of tell that 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 he's that he's um he 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 got hit pretty hard, right? Brandon Bean. And I'm sure no doubt I mean this was this was like a huge um shockwave across the entire, you know, organization, really, right? But they got faith in him. And I know he's going to be back. Uh, he's going to be back better than ever. He's going to be strong. I mean, I know people say, well, man, he's, he's, he's on the plus side of 30. But when you look at the way that guy plays and the way he, he takes care of himself, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard not to believe that he'll be back. The only thing is, is, is that, that because he this happened so late in the year, right? I mean, when he injured his knee, that was Thanksgiving. Just like Trey. So we can anticipate not seeing him until roughly the same time next year. Late in the season. So that so that's that, that's going to be tough. So we're going to miss him on the field and off the field now into the rest of the season through the playoffs. But then the offseason and all that kind of stuff, he's going to be rehabbing into the regular season of next year. He's not going to be on the field. Not going to be on the field. Of course, Sean McDermott wouldn't give a timeline, but we already know, right? I mean, when you look at at. At how long um, it took Trey to get back on the field. It was it was a good year, 12 months, right? From Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving. So we can anticipate it being at least that long. Um unless, unless, he, unless he's on some some Agent Peterson type stuff. You know what I'm saying? It can come back a lot earlier. I don't know. But uh, he's he's definitely gonna be missed. He's definitely going to be missed. But um that that I think that these young guys are gonna step up. I definitely think that the young guys are going to step up and they have to, right? They have to. Uh, and that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. And when you look at the matchups ahead of us, right? I mean, granted, like when I, when I think about the jets and we'll get into this a little bit later, but the jets matchup, I mean, I don't necessarily know that we would quote unquote, I mean, like need Vaughn Miller, you know what I'm saying? Because, um, I'm just, I just don't have a lot of faith in Mike White really beating us like that. Um, I mean, and then he, you know, his style of play, they get the ball out very quickly. So, you know, um, I don't know if there'll be many opportunities to get it, to get their hands on the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? To sack him. I think, I think what we're going to need is, is, is good coverage, right? I think we're going to need good coverage, um, to, to disrupt the timing because he's a timing and rhythm thrower and so if we can disrupt the timing. I think that that that'll bode well for us. But anyway, we'll talk about that. So so but and then, and then you know you look you look ahead the dolphins yeah maybe but but into the playoffs that, that's 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 where his his presence is really going to be missed, right? Because he's a closer. We got we signed him not just for the regular season, but we signed him for the playoffs and to make a Super Bowl push. So now he's no longer on the field. So other guys are definitely um, going to have to step up. And we're going to talk about about, about some guys that, that that uh that need to step up. Um, but before we get into that, I want to jump into this injury report because uh, you know, we take we um we we got the the Wednesday injury report um today. And so let's let's kind of run down this injury report together and see if anything kind of steps uh stands out. So when we look at this injury report, um off the top, I mean, we see Deion Dawkins, right? Because remember, Deion Dawkins has been has been dealing with that high ankle sprain, right? Dion was limited today, which is a good sign. Sean McDermott said that he was, he was going to be practicing today on, on a limited basis, along with David Questenberry. So both of those guys who are dealing with ankle injuries are were limited today in practice. So, so hopefully um, we can get Dion back on the field for Sunday. We are definitely going to need Dion Dawkins on the field. Uh, Quessenberry, I mean, no. Okay. I, I can't deal with Questenberry and Spencer Spencer Brown was, is bad enough to have Questenberry on the field to going against the, the, the Jets' uh, defensive line. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? So we definitely need Deion Dawkins back. We look, um, I didn't, uh, who, who else did not participate? We see Reggie Gillum is dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, Matt Milano, that's the one that, that really stands out to me. Um, obviously, we see Jordan Phillips with a shorter in- shoulder injury, and we saw what happened um, last game when he was um, chasing Mac Jones, and he he dove for him, you know, behind the line of scrimmage to try to sack him. He missed him, and he landed on his shoulder, so he injured his shoulder. I don't know the the extent of it, but but uh, it-, it must have been severe enough for him not to participate in practice. So, uh, man, this guy's just having some some pretty bad luck in terms of the injuries um, this year. But hopefully, he'll he'll get back on the field. But we'll see. But Matt Milano's the one that really stands out to me. This guy right here, man, he is so critical to the defense. And um I, I don't know, I don't know what happened to Matt. Honestly. I mean, it says that he had a knee injury, but I don't know what's up. Like, um, um, I think I think Sean McDermott said he's day-to-day, right? Um, so so hopefully everything is okay. But uh, dude, like we need we need that guy. Cause to me, man, like he's and I agree with, with Ravi. He says, yo, Milano is the heart and soul of our defense. If he's out, we're in trouble. Yeah, man, I mean, between Milano and Poirier, like those guys are the heart and soul, definitely. Um, but, you, I mean, you, you want Milano on the field, okay? You, for what he offers, for what he brings to the table, that, that cannot be replicated. It cannot be replicated. This guy is, is having a remarkable season. In my opinion, he's having a Pro Bowl caliber season. Easily. Easily. And so we just need him to stay healthy. But the guy gets banged up a lot. I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's he's you know, injury prone, but he does get banged up quite a bit. So hopefully he's all right. Okay, hopefully he's all right. Uh, Texas Flood. Nah, man, nah, bro. I think you need to calm down, man. Uh, uh, respectfully, bro. I mean, he says, no Milano, no Vaughn, fold up the tent. No, nah, we're not folding. We de- we're definitely not folding. We've, we've come too far to fold. And, that, and that's not in our DNA. We don't fold. We don't quit. We don't give up. Okay, it's next man up mentality. The mantra for this season is find a way, and we're going to find a way. We found a way to win all season, dealing with these injuries that we've had. Unprecedented amount of injuries all season, and yet and still, here we are, nine and three, on top of our division, number one seed in the AFC currently right now. Losses to three teams that should should have been wins. In spite of the injuries. So no, we're not folding. We're not folding. Definitely not doing that. Uh is gonna be the bill, but the bill's gonna be fine. I, I trust the coaching staff and I trust the players to step up. Okay. I definitely do. So I don't want anybody, anybody uh, uh uh giving up. Okay. And like my man Jim Graham says, yo, we still have, we still have Allen and Diggs. And like my man uh Pierre would say, remember who we have remember who we have baby and that's josh allen okay now if josh gets hurt now that's a different story okay okay but <laughs> knock on wood okay not knock on wood that, that's not gonna happen all right i do want to say something and i'm glad ibrahim um hassan brought this up he said yo mike love gonna uh gonna shine wait and see well I, I don't know about i don't know about that but 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 uh what that does uh make me wonder is is if brandon bean is gonna have to sign somebody else. Right, because I mean we've got four defensive tackles, right? I mean, I mean not defensive tackles, defensive ends. Greg Rousseau, um, AJ Epinesa, Shaq Lawson, Boogie Basham. Right, those four. Mike Love, yeah, as well too. But man, I wonder if if Brandon Bean is gonna if he's gonna be looking, you know, in the free agent market trying to see you know who's on the field, uh, who I mean who's on the field, who's on the couch, you know who the, who they can like bring in, you know. Uh, and I had thought about this. Um earlier I was like, you know, what about and I don't know like the shape this guy's in or not like that, but but what about what would you guys think about Brandon Bean going to to bring back uh Mario Addison? Robbie says bring back Zoe Alexander. No, he's 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 too old. Um but Mario Addison, right? I mean he's just what what a couple of years removed, right? I don't know I don't know how much he has left in the tank, but I mean daggum, I mean if if uh Jerry Jerry Hughes is still playing like looking like he dipped in the fountain of youth down there in Houston. I mean, I wonder what Mario can bring. I mean, if if not just just for veteran presence, right? I'm not expecting him to, you know what I'm saying, like to to be in a heavy rotation or anything like that, but just just for the numbers sake, right? No, just numbers sake. Uh, Richard Forbes says, yo, Zoe's like 40, 40 now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how old uh, Mario Addison is. Somebody, let me, let me look that up. I wonder how, how old he is. The only reason why I bring the, I bring his name, bring him up is because, um, he played here. Right. That's, that's the only reason why And he's just a couple of years removed. Um, let me see how old he is. Um, Mario's 35.
3: Fam, he's, he's, he's young, dog. he's, he's still young. 35. For me, I say, Hey, <laughs> I say, Hey man, uh, I don't know, man. It's just
2: a numbers thing. I just do it out there, just because I've noticed that that uh, when things like this happen, they tend to go, try to go back to grab guys who have familiarity with the with the system, right? With the scheme. I mean, case in point, AJ Klein, right? When we started getting low on on, on uh, linebacker numbers, what do, what did do they do? They brought AJ Klein back, right? And so, and AJ Klein ain't no no spring chicken either. So you know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know. We'll see. But but all it takes is all it takes is. Is uh, It's one more injury across the defensive end position for us to be incredibly thin, right? I don't, I'm not, i I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but it could happen. It could happen. Victor Ubi says, you're Addison, you high. <laughs> well, you tell me somebody else, man. I'm just trying to find somebody else. And this is something I just threw out there. I was just wondering. I definitely think that Brandon Bean is going to have to look. I just, I just do but we'll see. We definitely will see. Y'all hate no, I'm a man Mario. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's 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 move on, man. Let's let's move on. Uh, so so that's that's enough for the injury report. Um like I said, Milano's as as day-to-day um with the knee injury. He did not participate. Jordan Phillips did not participate with a shoulder injury. Uh, Reggie Gillum did not participate today. Deion Dawkins is limited with an ankle and Questenberry is limited with an ankle. Everybody else is uh was fine, right? Uh, Roger Saffel was on there, but he was on there for a veteran rest day. So I think we'll be okay. I think we will be okie dokie. All right, everybody in here right now, yo, yo, shout out to everybody, man. We've got over 150-something in here right now. Shout out to you guys. Do me this favor if you can. Smash that like, hit the subscribe button, and turn on those bell notifications. But yo, as we move on in the show, I was thinking, all right, so... With the absence of Von Miller, right? With the absence of Von Miller, um, and 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 as we are going into this crucial part of the of of our schedule, right? Um, this revenge tour against a couple of ASC East foes who did who who served us up with some L's earlier in the year. What 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 do we need to see from other guys, right? What do we need to see from other guys? Because if 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 you ask me. I think it's time to put up or shut up. Put up or shut up. It's, like in my hand, I'm pulling, I'm pulling. it's time to put up or shut up, man.
3: So I'm going to solicit you guys' help. I need you guys' help. Without Von Miller, we know
2: how, how, how important he was and how important he is. Who needs to put up or shut up? across this defensive line to help
3: um lessen the blow, so to speak. Let me know. Who do you guys think? For me, one has gotta be Groot, Right? It has to be Greg Rousseau. Like that's the guy that
2: that's the guy that uh that Von Miller really took under his wings this offseason and really going into the whole year. I mean, he really poured a lot into him. Not, not saying that he didn't pour into, into the other guys, but he really saw something in Greg Rousseau, right? Uh, what was that he he, he called him at the beginning of the year? Or maybe it was an all season I can't remember. Uh, he said something about he's going to feed him gunpowder and something else. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I mean Greg Rousseau, and it even he was like, I remember him hearing a clip during a game. He was like, yo, man, yo, Greg, yo, take over. Like take over, fam, like 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 you have the you have the ability to take over these games, like take over, I think that was earlier in the year, I think it may have been against the the Rams or I think it was a Rams game to start the season off, then anyway, Greg Rousseau man with five sacks on the year, not a whole lot, right, but still, man, I mean, um, he's doing he's playing well and he and he's he's getting better, and you can see that, and you can see you can see the the mentality shift right, and how von Miller's really impacted his mentality. So like now Greg Rousseau I think he I think he believes in himself even more. We definitely need to see Greg Rousseau to put up. I mean, he has to put up this I mean, you know what I'm saying from go- here going on from here on out is what I'm trying to say. From here on out, we need Greg Rousseau to put up. He he definitely has to because when you when you when you're as big as he is, 6'6, 270, right, with his wingspan. First round draft pick, second year, right pro being tutelage, I mean, uh, I mean, be, being being uh, mentored by by, by Von Miller, like like, he needs to he needs to take over these games, man. He definitely needs to take over these games. He's great against the run, great against the run. Um, but but man, we we need him, we need him uh, in that sack department because somebody's gonna have to step up in that sack department. Now, I, I tend to believe that that we're probably gonna get sacks from other guys, not necessarily across the defensive line, I, I mean the defensive ends, but um we're gonna need somebody to step up, right?
3: Another guy, and I'm seeing uh I'm seeing other people in here talking about it. Talking about him. And uh that's Shaq Lawson, man. Shaq Lawson. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and give my man Shaq a banner. Shaq Lawson. And I agree. Somebody in here said, yo, he's been a pleasant surprise. Or is it at? Uh, where
2: did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Yeah, Ronald. Yeah, Ronald said it. Yo. Ronald said, yo, Shaq has been a pleasant surprise. I mean, he really has. Uh, I'm trying to pull him up. And obviously, you know, Shaq is not the sack guy, right? He's got one and a half sacks in the year, eleven tackles, but uh, but his impact has really been felt, um, especially across the run, man. I mean, in the run game, we know that's that's his thing. He's he he contains the edge. That that's, that's what he does, and so I think him. He, so he and he and Greg Rousseau are gonna make sure that that runs don't get on the outside, right? And so this is gonna be a collective effort by the defensive line. Now, it's it's definitely gonna be a collective effort by the defensive line. Um, my man Silas Whittle comes in here with the super chat. Silas, what's good, baby? He says, yo, Ed, Oliver, Groot, and AJ need to bring pressure with Vaughn out. First and second round talent that needs to produce to the level of their draft. I mean, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, you, you have to get production out of a guy, especially a guy named AJ, a guy named AJ Epinesa, right? I mean,
3: because good grief, man. Like, AJ Epinesa has, has been, he's been underwhelming, to say the least, right? I mean, he flashes every once in a while,
2: but I mean, he's by and large, man. I mean, he's 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 kind of a disappointment. Although this year, I mean, so far he's got I mean, he's got four and a half sacks on the year. He's got four and a half sacks on the year, and I think that I think that's his uh, I think that's his season high in his career. If I'm not correct, if I, if I remember correctly, I think that is a season high so far. So he's I mean, he's 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 flashing but I need him to flash consistently. So I would, I would agree with Silas. I mean, second round pick, I mean, golly. I mean, that, that was the first pick of, 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 the, of, of that draft. was it 2020 draft, right? Second round. They, they went with, with A.J. Epinesa, a big, slow guy out of Iowa, right, who they tried to turn into this bendy pass rusher. I mean, and it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know, we'll see. But we need all of these guys to step up. Boogie Basham needs to step up. Right. So I think a lot of pressure is going to be on these defensive lines and they're young on these defensive lines, these defensive ends. And these guys are young, though. So I think other people need to step up too. Other people across that, not just the defensive end position, but across the defensive line in general need to put up. Who else do you guys think needs needs to put
3: up? Uh, Where is it at? let me see here yes i I agree man he says it again he he said your epinescent literally changed his body to be the bendy edge rusher it's time to show up yeah he did he did um who else ronald enix says ed oliver victor says oliver has
2: to go bananas yeah i need i need ed oliver just to really take over right i mean this guy i just need him to be dominant man um you know, he has the he has he he can do it. That's the thing about Ed is, is you know he has he has moments where he's just like yo, this guy is unstoppable, right? He's just he's just unstoppable. But I need him to do it on a more consistent basis, right? More consistent basis. That's what I want to see out of Ed Oliver. I mean, so far, I mean, he's got I mean, he's got a PFF grade of seventy four point four, right? It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. He's got three sacks on the year so far, right? One force fumble, two assists, 18 solo tackles, right? He's having himself a pretty good year, but uh, you know, when guys go out, man, when guys like, like Vaughn Miller go out, you need to get, again, he's another first round draft pick,
3: right? Top 10 pick. So you need him to step up too. Um, what is I'm
2: looking at here. I see some people talking about uh, hold on. Victor says, I don't like uh, Ed Oliver as defensive end. He has really short arms. Yeah, yeah, Ed Oliver is not not going to be defensive end. He's not. He's just not going to be a defensive end. He can't play that position, right? So yeah, he's 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 a he's a he's a gap penetrating defensive tackle. Get in the backfield, tackles for loss, disrupt the timing, get the quarterback off his off his spot. All that that that's Ed Oliver, right? But he's going to need a he's going to need somebody next to him though, to really eat up some double teams, right? And so that, that's where, like, Jordan Phillips comes into play, who's injured right now. But we got Daquan Jones, who's been having a great year, too. So um, I definitely want to see more out of Ed Oliver. I think across the defensive line, I think, peop- I think players are going to have to step up all across the board. Everybody is, outside of Daquan Jones. I mean, because he's been doing this thing all year. Tim Settle been doing this thing, too, right? And so you need these guys, Ed Oliver, Greg Rousseau, AJ Epinesa, Boogie Basham, Shaq Lawson, they, they all need to put up or shut up. And uh, you know what? Donnie comes in here. Donnie, you know, you bring up a good point. Donnie Foster says, yo, Frazier needs to start putting constant pressure on teams. You know what? I actually like that idea because you know, when you when you think about Frazier's whole um MO, right? He he, he wants to he wants to only rush four and drop the rest in and pre- in, in, in coverage right get pressure with only four and that leaves you with seven in coverage that's his thing right but when you don't have a guy across the defensive line who can generate that type of sack pressure like like Von Miller can it may be time for you to manufacture some type of pressure and i'm not saying to do it often i am saying that you may need to increase the amount of pressure um uh, throughout these different games right at different moments in the game right uh because you don't want these quarterbacks just i mean you, you just don't want to rely on guys just to get home with the floor especially when you don't have Vaughn out there right can 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 groot do it can Rousseau do it? yeah I think he can can uh and Oliver yeah I think he can right you know what I'm saying but but how much are you going to rely on these guys to do that I don't know how much longer you're gonna just continue just to rush for only. Without manufacturing some type some type of pressure, I think he really has to do it. You may need to blitz some, right? Uh, Texas Flood says, uh, yo, Ter- "Yo, Teron Johnson and Matt Milano blitzing." Yeah, man. I mean, you've got to do that, right? And especially when you're going up against a guy like M- that, like Mike White. Get in his face. Get in his face, right? Uh, I need guys. To disrupt the timing from the wide receivers because we know he's a rhythm, a rhythm passer. But get in his face. And if you can't get to the to the quarterback, get your hands up in the air, man, and try to bat these balls down. But we need but we need to pressure these guys, man. Like, like for real. Um going forward. So yeah, that that was a great point. I'm glad you brought that up, Donnie. Um I appreciate that. But yeah, I I I uh I a hundred percent agree agree with that. We definitely need more pressure what do you guys think about that are you content with with leslie frazier just rushing four only i don't know that's 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 not me kobe says yo pour your blitz yeah i mean mix it up right mix it up mix it up safety blitz nickel blitz linebacker blitz double a gap blitz you know with maybe you bring maybe maybe bring you being pressure with milano and 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 uh Edmonds, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, on occasion. You don't want to do it too much. But when you have a guy, when you have a guy like like Trey White back, right? You got Jordan Poyer. Um, you know, maybe we'll see Kyrie Elam. Hopefully. But when you got guys like that in the secondary, I think that lends itself more to to being able to, to pressure guys because you can trust those guys in the back end to hold up. Right uh silas comes in here with another super chat silas i appreciate it brother he says yo tim settle needs to step up too phillips is hurt so where's the flash and strength from tim uh we need uh, we saw in the preseason we could use that next to ed again yeah i agree um tim settle man he he he, he needs to do it as well man and and so like I, i don't know the extent of phillips injury i don't think anybody does but but he didn't participate we'll see throughout the rest of the week, but it's likely he's probably not going to play. You know, I'm just going to go out there and say it. it's, it's likely he won't play. And so, again, you're going to need other players to step up. Tim Settle can do it. I, mean, Tim, I like Tim Settle, man. I, lo- I like him a lot. I think he can do it. Um, he definitely has the skill, the ability to do it. I remember in the preseason against the Colts, man, he, the, way he, the way he threw, uh, uh, what's, that, what's his name, man? It's Quentin Nelson. You guys remember that play? We threw Quentin Nelson into the lap of the quarterback, just, just tossed him like a ragdoll. Like, that's the type of man strength. Just just freaking like a like a daggum gorilla, right? That's the, that's how strong my man Tim Settle is. And so he needs to step up again. Like, the, the entire defensive line
3: needs to do it. And um, I 100% believe it's going to happen, right? I definitely believe it's going to happen.
2: Let's keep it moving, guys. You you know you know um I can't go throughout the show without without mentioning a certain individual, right? I have to talk about a certain individual. Um, but before I get into the individual, let me get into this super chat from my man Dog. What's up, Dog? Shout out, baby. He says, "Yo, I like to see combinations on the D line, depending upon the ops. We have interchangeable players that can slide in to play defensive tackle." pressure i'd like to see a hat on a hat which would make individuals responsible for one-on-ones dog i mean you're right on brother you're right on man i mean combinations yeah across the d-line depending on yeah on on the opponents yeah i mean we have to right um i'm not too sure like i seen somebody earlier talking about like like ed oliver at defensive end like that's not gonna happen right that's just not his thing that's not his thing but we do know like like um you, you had mentioned players that can slide in to play defensive tackle. We do, we do know that, that, that Greg Rousseau can do that. Right. Um, on, on a lot of stunts and twists. Like he, he can, he can be lined up outside and then, you know, stunt inside. Right. And bring pressure from the interior position. Right. And so that, that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of what he did in Miami. And so, yeah, he can definitely do that. I think we have to be a little bit more creative. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, another person, you know, and since I'm, since we're on this topic, another person, man, that, that really needs to put up, man, uh and let me let me go ahead and and create a banner for him and this is this is no diss right it's no diss to my man but uh you know leslie Frazier, right i mean like what are you gonna do like like you know what i'm saying like like your coaching chops like i need to know so now so now you so now your, your star-studded pass rusher a future hall of famer is out for the year with the torn acl now what are you going to do leslie you know what i'm saying how are you gonna be how, how are you going to compensate for his loss, his absence across the defensive line? So Frazier needs to step up, man. He Frazier and and really the 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 entire defensive coaching staff. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, and, and I have faith in these coaches to do it. I really do. I definitely do. Uh good the good thing is like like right now, we don't have any guys who are really gonna be like running around, escaping the pocket. And I mean, Mike White, now. Nah. You know what I'm saying? To it, nah. You know what I'm saying, I mean that that third game. You know when we play, uh, Justin Fields and the Bears. Yeah, that's gonna be a different story, right? But until then, no, I'm not concerned about it. And so I I, I think I think Frazier is is gonna have to step up, man. He's got to put up, um, increase the blitz rate. <laughs> I need to see that. Be creative with your defensive packages,
3: right? And so um, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I really think that these guys are going to do it, right? I think I think he's going to do it. Let me, let me see here. So, as I was saying, there's uh,
2: a certain individual that you know we have to talk about, right? You know we have to talk about, and I know a lot of people are uh, they kind of tired of talking about it,
3: but hey, it is what it is, right? I mean, we have to do it. So it's none other than OBJ. OBJ. Odell Beckham Jr. Where is my man Odell going? Right? Where's my man Odell Beckham Jr. going? I don't know.
2: I mean we saw we we saw it yesterday, right? Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday, right? Um, you know, he was on his little tour. He was out there in Dallas doing his thing, um, uh, taking in the sights at a at a Mavericks game. He was there uh with Micah Parsons and, and Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Diggs' little brother. And uh, yo, man, it was a media frenzy almost, you know, while the guy was freaking just just trying to watch a game. I mean, media in Dallas was all over him. And uh, so there he was, right? Um, There's a lot of talk that came out of Dallas, man, about, about OBJ and about, about the Cowboys, uh, Jerry Jones talking and, and uh, Jerry Jones, man, you know, all of a sudden started talking about, about his injury. And, you know, I mean, he had mentioned earlier about how he wasn't confident in signing OBJ without seeing him work out, but then he puts out some stuff, you know, about, you know, about his, his injury, you know, possibly, you know, not being fully healthy and, and he may not play this year and all that kind of stuff. And so, Um, there's a whole lot of talk about that, right?
3: A whole lot of conversation, but man, I don't know, um, if he's ready, I
2: don't know. I don't think anybody knows outside of OBJ and his team, right? But it is, it is, it is an interesting, uh, uh, thought, right? I mean, because he's, he's supposed to make a decision. Here, I mean, they said mid this week. I mean, today's Wednesday. It's days. It's, it's middle of the week, so maybe
3: you know tomorrow, or maybe this at the end of this week. I don't know, but where is he going? Who is he gonna choose?
2: I, I think, I think, um, I think the multi-year deal thing, because I think that's what he's looking at. That may be out of the question, right? It may be out of the question, especially. I mean, look, look, man, like, like if you're not working out for these teams, if you're not gonna work out. And show us what show us what you got. You're not you're not. We're not we're not gonna sign you to a multi year deal. You, he's just gonna have to just just bite the bullet. Understand the position that he's in is unfortunate as it is. Bite the bullet. You know what I'm saying just do a team friendly you know uh, one year deal, which ain't even really a whole year, right? See if you can have some type of an impact on the, on the team that you choose, and uh, hit free agency the following season. Right, see if he can win you a championship and then hit free agency. Because if he's if he's healthy enough to play, right, and, and contribute, um, I think it's I think it bodes well for him to go on a one year deal, flash in these what last few games and into the playoffs, and then try to earn that lucrative deal next year. That's what I think, um, you know, m- maybe best, but I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's talk that, that he wants uh that he wants a, a multi-year deal, but I just don't see him. Ha- I, don't, I don't see any, any team giving it to him under the circ- under the current circumstances, you know? So, yeah, man, I, I, I'm just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. But if he is healthy, I mean, come on now. I mean, we got we, I don't see how you, you can say he won't be valuable to this team. You look at his skill set, you look at what he brings to the table on the field. The guy's a very good player. Very good player. I mean, just not even a full year removed in the Super Bowl, we saw it, right? Before the injury, I mean, he was well on his on his way to becoming the Super Bowl MVP of that game. So I don't think that he all of a sudden is just doesn't have it anymore. Um, it, it all has to do with his his injury and how well he's able to come back off of it, which none of us know, and we just we just haven't seen it yet. But, I mean, that's going to be big news. It's going to be big news until until he makes a decision, right? So as much as we may not want to talk about it, we have to talk about it because, I mean, it's, it's huge, right? And don't act like if, if we get news all of a sudden, you know, being after dark tonight, we get news across the ticker, Breaking news. OBJ signs with the Buffalo Bills. Like don't act like you won't be excited. Okay. I know you're going to be excited. Everybody will. I know I will. So, don't don't even front. Don't even front. Uh but, you know, I was I was thinking I was like, dang, you know, um OBJ man, just just watching the way he like that, like the like the when he was in Dallas how they just kind of you know, just rolled out the red carpet for him. I think he likes that kind of stuff though. Right. What do you think? I don't to me. I mean, I, I'm not calling him a diva because I, I don't know the guy and I'm not saying he's a diva. I'm just thinking that that, you know, he likes it. He may he may enjoy the attention. He may. He, I think he I think he likes um, and I could be flat wrong, but this is just my outside perception. I think he enjoys the lifestyle and everything that comes with being a high profile professional athlete. You can't really knock the guy. Right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he started his year in New York. Right? Got traded to the Browns, which he didn't really like. Right? And then gets traded traded to the Rams in Los Angeles. Boom. Bright lights, LA, Super Bowl. Bam. So now he's on this tour that he finished where he went back to New York, goes to Buffalo, and then goes to Dallas. I don't think he's going to New York. I just don't think um that team is ready right now. Maybe next year that could be a different story, but right now I don't think they're ready. Right? So it's between the Bills and and the Cowboys in my opinion. Well, if a, if a guy really enjoys the the lifestyle that 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 comes with being a high profile professional athlete, he likes going to these professional games, he likes going to these Mavericks games, the the NBA
3: games and and all this kind of stuff, he enjoys that lifestyle, um I mean and he may like being be playing in a dome. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am I I don't I don't I there's no shade on
2: Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? I mean unless he goes to like Toronto, you know what I'm saying, and catches a Raptors game. Like I I really just don't, don't 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 know if he would choose Buffalo over Dallas, you know what I'm saying, considering what what they have to offer. And plus the team is very good right now. Um but I could be completely wrong odell could could be like you know i'm not really feeling this right now my stage of my career i I just want to run a championship Uh
0: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time
1: and if you love the fillet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba da ba ba ba.
2: I don't care about all this. You know, I've got time to. To to to. I've lived this luxury life. I've been on this. You know, I just want to win. Maybe that's his 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 mindset now. I don't know, but we'll find out. All right? We'll definitely find out. I see somebody in here, man, and I think it's a troll, man, putting t- talking about uh um. Uh, Gabe Davis for MVP, man. That that is flat. got a straight cap. That is straight cap, man. <laughs> Gabe Davis MVP. Never gonna happen in a million years.
3: Man, Lusu has your OBJ. Yo, he loves attention, and he can back it up. Oh, he can back it up. There's no doubt about
2: that. He definitely can back it up. Um, so I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to like imagine what our team will look like with OBJ. I mean, you've got Diggs. I mean, because look, Diggs, straight alpha dog, right? Straight up alpha dog. Who else on the team,
3: on the, in the wide receiver room, is an alpha dog receiver? Is it Gabe Davis? <laughs> no. Isaiah McKenzie? No. Khalil Shakir? No. Who else? John Brown? He's not an alpha. I mean, he's he's still, he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, nah. But I ain't sleeping on John Brown, though. I like me some John Brown. For real.
2: But what I'm saying is Odell is a, is a, is a straight-up alpha dog. And if he's healthy, and he can play, if he can contribute, you match him up with Stephon Diggs, oh, it slides out slides out. And I think you can slide him in the slot position. And you can keep uh, Gabe Davis outside, right? And then Gabe would be matched up with, like, the third corners. And then you run 10% now You go four go wide, and you bring out Smoke. Oh. Can y'all imagine that? Can you imagine outside you got, you got Diggs, Smoke, Davis, and Odell? You just can't stop it. You're not going to be able to stop it. So yeah, Odell on this team would be a huge upgrade if he's healthy. All right. Again, I'm not I'm not, I'm not out here saying he's a diva man cuz I don't know, right? I don't know, man. That's that's his perception, right? I mean people were talking were saying, you know, Diggs was a diva. Right? Diggs came to Buffalo, he he's nothing but right? He ain't nothing he ain't nothing like 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 the perception. And so I'm not I'm not I'm not buying into that. I'm not buying into that at all, man. At all. Um, but but back on this wide receiver room, man. Yo, yo, smoke. Yeah, I see. I see you guys in here talking about it. Jason, yo says, yo, uh, smoke was a beast at returner. Okay, I guess you guys are talking about uh, the return game, right? Um, but yo, uh, Mike Carl said, yo, smoke. Yo, I'm I'm definitely intrigued in seeing smoke on the field more. We saw a little bit of him. He was on the field um, against the Patriots. I think it may have been one, maybe one play that I remember seeing it. And I think he he took the top off. And it may have just been just been eye candy, right? But I seen him, I think he was on the bottom of the screen, the left-hand side of the field, the the, the 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 wide, the far side. He ran, he ran, he ran, uh, I don't know if it was a post or an out. I think I think or something. I think he no, he ran deep. He ran deep and got behind either the corner or the safety. And I'm like, dang, smoke still got it, man. At least looking at that play, smoke still got it. He still got it, man. So, yeah. And then the fact that they brought him up so quickly. Um, lets you know what they think about smoke. And 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 especially his uh, you know, um, uh, where he's at right now, in his career. I mean, for a guy to be, you know, literally like on the couch, to get the call up. And then what? Like what? A few days later, he's boom. He's he's in the game. He gets called up from the practice squad to the 53-man roster, and he's in the game against the Patriots. Like, Smoke, I think we're going to see a lot more out of Smoke. we probably going to see more out of him against the Jets, right? So, yeah, yeah, and Brian Bowers, I agree. Brian Bowers says, yo, Smoke will be more involved going forward, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree. Um, David Silver says, yo, uh, Smoke will get more involved in the coming weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then yo Hugh, I like this. Hugh, Hugh Mungus says, "Yo, smoke could help us improve our red zone." I'm all I'm all about improving the red zone. Definitely more more improved. I mean, definitely de- definitely uh, all about improving our red zone. Jason N says, "Yo, Rev, that picture of OBJ, Diggs, Davis, and Smoke at four wideouts would look sweet, dude. Wouldn't it?
3: Wouldn't it though? Like who's st- like? How can you stop that?" The only, let me, let me tell you this. When you, if, if, the,
2: if the Buffalo Bills sign Odell Beckham, right, and they trot out, and they, they break the huddle,
3: break, boom, they break the huddle, and they trot out Stephon Diggs, Odell Beckham, Gabe Davis, smoke, Four wide, empty set. How are you going to stop that? The only thing that's stopping that is Spencer Brown.
2: <laughs> yo, I had to say it. I had to say it, man. The only the only thing, the only thing that's stopping that that type of weaponry would be Spencer Brown because that fool can't pass protect to save his life, man. Oh my goodness, man. Yo, yo, Spencer Brown, bro, dang, he's like hurt, he's he's hurting the offense so bad. Like Josh, there was a play. I think it was that play, man. I'm trying to golly, man. I wish I could find that clip. But yo, there was a clip there was a clip where I'm talking about where, where where uh smoke was was running deep and Josh uh he hit somebody else. I can't remember who it was instead. But I'm watching it. I'm watching that clip. And uh and it looked like it looked like Josh was going to 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 smoke. I think he wanted to just hit him hit him over the top because he got behind the secondary. He had like ran it, ran it out route. I and mean, then he kind, of, I mean, he ran, he, I mean, he was like running almost like a just, just like a just a just a go route almost, and got behind the deep the, the defense, and, and and kind of pushed out towards towards the sideline sort of sorta, of. and I think Josh was looking his way because he because he was kind of backing up his way and he was about to throw it to him, but freaking Spencer Brown, let pressure. Into my man Josh, and he had a and he had to come off his read. And dumping under underneath for somebody else. I can't remember who it was. I got to find that clip, man. I got to find that clip. But Spencer Brown, man, yo, he is... That dude right there, man. He is freaking... I don't know what to say about that guy. He, he has been playing... He's been so awful in pass protection. He has not improved one single bit in that department. Now,
3: you let him run block... You have him get out there and run block. That's a different story, right? That's a different story. But dang, man. The guy can't. He's a he's a freaking walking turnstile. He might as
2: well, like, it's at the snap, he might as well just 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 step over. Just just, just slide to the side. Maybe slide to the side. Slide to the left. That's all he needs to do, just, just
3: move. Because Him in pass protection, it, it ain't working out. And any old body can, I mean, look, look, I
2: I can get behind. I, I can, I think I can get pressure on Josh, on Spencer Brown. I'm capping. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's, it's too easy for these defensive ends.
3: Way too easy. Golly, man. Like this. Yo. What about, man? Brian Bowers. He said, He said, yo, and you said, I'm petty,
2: Rev. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying, like, like come on, man. Like, we need and, – and then we're talking about, like, we're talking about Dawson Knox, right? Because there's been a lot of talk about Dawson Knox and, and, and like, where has he been this year? And, and, and man, that contract is looking bad. I'll I tell you what Dawson has been. He's been freaking blocking. That's what Dawson Knox has been. He's been helping out Spencer Brown's bum self. That's where he's been. Because Spencer Brown has proven that he cannot handle anybody one-on-one. I don't care who it is. And my man Dawson Knox is like, yo, I'm having to eat, you know, some of these numbers. I'm having, to, you know what
3: I'm saying? Like, dang, I'm having to help you out. I gotta stay in here and chip. I gotta block. That's
2: what that's that's what's happened with, with, with Dawson. The dude has a block. He has a chip, man, cause freaking Spencer Brown is trash. Oh, dude. Oh. And the problem is, by, by now, there's
3: nothing we can do about it. We cannot improve that position. It's far too late in the season. Far too late. Far too late, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get it, dude. I do not understand how you can be so bad. So bad. And then you got my man, Questenberry. At least he's not a left tackle. He was,
2: he was atrocious. Golly. I'm surprised Josh survived that game against the Patriots. It was so bad. So bad. I, I ain't never seen anything like that before in my life. But anyway, so let's hope. Let's hope, please, that Deion Dawkins can get back. And I think Deion's like, I'm trying to get back as fast as I can, fam. I'm got, i get try, I'm trying to hurry up and get back so I can protect Josh. Because that man's about to die out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got I to gotta protect my man. That's, that's what that's what uh, that's what Dion is saying. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown Brown is buns, dude. He's he's bad. He's bad. And unless, unless the Bills all of a sudden move into like a like a heavy run scheme,
3: I don't know why they got Spencer Brown. I don't. D- yeah, Donnie said, yo, facts big for nothing,
2: big for nothing. I cannot stand, bro. I cannot stand, man. To see big dudes who have all this supreme talent, athleticism, all of that, and they just don't maximize their potential. They never reach it. They don't have that dog in them. They just they look terrible. Big for nothing. It makes me so mad. I'm like, bro, why
3: why are you that big? Why are you that big and you and, and you and you suck so bad? How is that possible? You should be dominating. Right? Golly. Bro, I'm like, yo, can we like give that gift to
2: somebody else? Take that away from that, from that person and put it on somebody else. You know, dang, man. Oh, it's, it's terrible. Anyway, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean for Spencer Brown to take me down the tangent. So forgive me. But anyway, nevertheless, let's keep it moving, man. We've got a game. We have got ourselves a game
3: this Sunday against a new. Jersey Jets. Now, we got to talk about this game because uh, this is rematch, man. This This is the Bills' revenge tour, right? This is the Bills' revenge tour. And it starts with the Jets. And the Jets can get all the smoke, man. They can get it all. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, man. They they can get it. Like, uh, don't think for one second, for one second, that the Bills have not circled this game. Okay, don't think for one second. They definitely did. There's no way the Bills should be should should have lost that game. All right. The first matchup, the Bills lost 17 to 20. They made Zach Wilson look like a Pro Bowl player. Right? I mean, they really did. Bills played bad. Josh was bad. 18 for 34, 205 yards um, in the air, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Bad game. Okay? Just, Just an overall bad game. But when you look at it now, and I got, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give him some credit. I'm gonna give him some credit.
2: The Jets were a better team than I thought, and they are they are led by their defense, 100. percent Led by their defense. That defense is championship caliber defense. Very good. Robert Sala has done a great job with that defense, and it. I mean, it also helps when, you know what I'm saying when you got top draft picks right i mean you you can just you can just just add elite players you know in the draft it, that helps too
3: but nevertheless um, we saw some things happen we saw some things from them right what we saw namely and get this as good as they were we still could have won the game lost by three they had Josh that thrown a couple of those picks a little bit of different story so as much as we as much as we
2: struggle, like at certain times we beat ourselves, man, right? We beat ourselves. It's like, yo, if we just correct one or two things, this team could seriously be looking at being undefeated right now. But shoulda coulda woulda, right? They still faced a formidable team. And the Jets defensively were very good. Very good. Okay? And what I noticed they did um, especially on defense. On defense, and I thought, and this is what I thought. You know, that guy Sauce Gardner man talking a lot of talk, right? Right, just running his mouth, acting like he's this and that. I thought my man was gonna be following Diggs throughout the game. Did he do it? No, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Instead, what he did was, he went over to Gabe Davis. And the scheme had uh, DJ Reed on Diggs with safety help, so they bracketed Stefan Diggs with their cornerback two and the safety, and then put Sauce, the number one lockdown corner, on Gabe Davis. Right, good strategy, right? Good strategy. Um, in certain cases, you would you would hope that there would be a, a, a another outlet for for Josh or somebody else would step up. It didn't really happen to the degree it needed to excuse me and so I, I i foresee a lot of that happening again this game right i think i think they're going to do the same thing sauce is not going to travel he's not going to follow digs they're going to put they're going to put
3: sauce on on gabe and they're going to double digs like they did last time right but here's the thing here's the difference here's the difference we got smoke. And we talked about it earlier, right?
2: We talked about smoke getting more opportunity. I think this is the game. All right, because when you look at it, when you have, when you, when you got double coverage on, on Diggs, and then you got your number one on Gabe, if you put smoke out there, right, as a third weapon who can take the top off the of defense, I think that's
3: where you can exploit them, right? You can exploit them there. Gabe is not going to beat Sauce one-on-one. He's just not going to
2: do it, okay? And so you're going to need somebody else. That's where Smoke comes in. Smoke blow the top off. Smoke get some of those underneath routes maybe. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where we see a difference um, in the passing game. Additionally, um, I think we can see more out of Naheem Hines maybe in the passing game to a degree. But even James Cook, excuse me. Even James Cook. And uh,
3: where'd he go? I'm sorry. Yeah, Adam Shepard says, James Cook with the check down. There we go. There we go. James Cook is starting to prove
2: why he was a second-round draft pick. It's taken him a while, right? Rookie, second-round draft pick. But when you look at his his upside, you look at his skill set, you look at the man's speed, his ability to catch these these balls, man. Right, like he to, to be almost like a like a de facto receiver out of the backfield, check downs, and he can run routes, right? But I think they're 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 developing in, developing in, developing him slowly in that area. But out of the backfield, check down, boom, give him the ball early, let him let him make some guys miss and use his speed. I think we see more of that in this game right um i'm thinking
3: i'm thinking man uh james cook might might start to get more touches than than my man motor i'm thinking it may it may go that way it's because of how
2: explosive james cook is All right and so when you when you look at the offense and you look at my man james cook you see like you guys saw it right you guys saw it again against the against the uh, the Patriots. That that brother man, yo, he hit this. There was like a twenty-eight yard run. Yo, he hit that thing, man, and he was gone. It looked amazing, like his speed. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. And so the way the and the way the offensive line is blocking in the run game now bodes well for for guys like him and Motor, right? They're they're, they're totally different players. But, man, you cannot – there's one thing you can't coach, and you can't coach speed. That's something that Motor does not have that James Cook does have. James Cook has explosive, blow-the-top-off speed. You give this guy a crease, you give him some space, yo, and he's gone. He's gone. And James Cook looked very good um, against the Patriots, right? What were his numbers? What were his numbers? Let Let me pull them up. Let me
3: pull him up. I want. I want to see this. Um. Let's see here. Uh. I want to take a
2: look at. I want to take a look at his at his numbers against against the Patriots. All right. So he was he was fourteen for sixty four, right? Fourteen for sixty four. In the run game. Let me let me pull it up again. Um. Okay, guys, my phone is blowing up, man. Let me th- Okay, where is it at? Where is he, where is he, where is he at? James Cook, James Cook, James Cook. Okay, yeah, 14 for 64 against the Patriots. 28 yard was as long. And then receiving, he was 6 for 41. Average 6.8
3: yards per reception. 6.8 yards per reception. Yo, that is very good. That's very good.
2: He's like, he's almost a walking first down. At least, at least he makes he if you give it to him on first down right check down get him out of the backfield boom if he's getting six point eight per 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 pop this is this is round up seven boom that means it's second and short you can do whatever you want you know what i'm saying I mean he's getting four point six per 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 carry like like he's you know he could be a, he can be an x factor
3: right he definitely can be an x factor and and i want to Let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Which player or players
2: do you think um on the Bills team. Let's look at the offensive side of the ball first. Which player or players do you think will be the key to victory? You know what I'm saying? Like like which what what'll be a standout player? A player that 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 boom, if this guy you know shows up it's a wrap. It's a game. Which player do you think, or players? I definitely think Smoke if he plays. I think which I think he's gonna play. I'm definitely on this on the James Cook um, bandwagon. I think James Cook um, definitely needs to do it right. Uh Chris Seven One Six says Yo Hines. Jason N says Hines. Yeah, man. Definitely, man. I want to see some more Hines too. Um, I'm get, I'm getting a whole lot of digs yet. Yeah, dig digs always, right, right. And even if he's double covered, man, you'll still throw him the ball, man. Like that, that's what he that, that's what you do to your alphas. I don't care if they're double covered. You still throw the ball. Now if they're now, if they're in triple and quadruple coverage. That's a different story, right? You know what I'm saying? But yo, double coverage, psh, nothing. It's all right. Diggs can still beat it. So Diggs is still gonna be the man. You don't want to just 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 uh, go away from him just because you see bracket coverage. No, nah, man. I mean, because shoot. Wh- wh- let me go back. Let me go back a little bit. Because Diggs, even even though they lost,
3: Diggs still had a, had a, had a pretty decent game. Let me pull it up. Let me pull up the numbers. Um, where was it at? Yeah, Diggs still went five for ninety three in that game. So, I mean, he's still, he still, I
2: mean, he he still produced, man. Even even with double coverage, five for ninety three, eighteen yard, eighteen point six per reception. So you don't want to you don't want to just go away from Diggs just because he's he's double covered or bracketed, nah, they on the ball, right? So um I definitely want to see Diggs, uh yeah he's gonna do his thing. Um, I like James Cook I like Naheem Hines, um Dawson Knox yeah man I, the only thing with Dawson Knox is I think he just has to block because freaking Spencer Brown is so bad. Gosh man like, that's it yo like. It's so bad. Um.
3: But uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me see if I can pull it up here a little bit. Uh, where did it go? Where did it go? My man, Yeston T. Harris, uh, contributor on the Buffalo Fanatics, he wrote a piece about Dawson Knox. He
2: wrote a piece about Dawson Knox and about, you know, um like what's going on with him, right? Uh, but, uh, it was entitled The Dawson Knox Problem. And uh and talking about like what's different, what's different with Dawson Knox this year um, and, he, and, he, and he was looking at his stats this year compared to to, to this point last season um, And they're pretty close, right? They're pretty close. Last year through the first 11 games, matter of fact, let me let me share my screen so you guys can see it. Let me share my screen. and I implore you guys to go out there and uh, and check out that article. go to the BuffaloFanatics.com and check out the article from Yesen T. Harris entitled Buffalo Bulletin, the Dawson Knox Problem. Um, it'll let you know um, in depth, like what's really going on with Dawson Knox and it may, not, it may not be as bad as we think it is, right? So let me share my screen here a little bit here uh, while we're in an, an hour and 18 and some change. Uh, shout out to everybody who's joining me right now. Uh, do me this favor, smash that like and hit the subscribe
3: button if you don't mind. Uh, let me go ahead and, where is it at? There it is. Boom, boom. Let me know if you can see. You guys see that? Can you see it clearly?
2: So right here, uh, we got comparisons from last year to this year. Um, So through the first 11 games, Yo it says Dawson Knox receptions. This is 40 receptions, 56 targets last year through 11 games. This year is 33, right? And targets, right? Targets. And uh, receptions is seven less receptions, but targets is is, uh, 13 less targets. All right. Yards per catch through the first 11 games of last year, 489 to 327 this year. Okay. His catch percentage, 71.4 last year, 76.7 this year through the first 11 games. But here is the big key. This is the big difference right here. It's in the touchdown department. Last year through the first 11
3: games, Dawson Knox had eight touchdowns. This year, only two. Only two. Right. And so his catch rate is better, right? His catch percentage is better. Um, he's not getting the targets like he did last year, and he's not getting the touchdowns as he did last year, right? And so he goes on talking about the solution. Um, and I think right here, it's in the red zone. How do we fix a problem like this? He says, it's the red zone offense. If we can get Dawson
2: Knox involved more in the red zone, if we can get him involved more in the red zone, I think that'll bode well for the offense, right? Because, I mean, I don't think his role is going to change much this year, especially 11 games in into um, the season, especially when he has to help out Spencer Brown and Chip and stuff like that. And so I think once the Pills get into the red zone, um, I think that's where we can see some, some more usage or where we should see some more usage out at of a, at a Dawson Knox. But get the man involved in the red zone, man. I mean, he's, he's a red zone nightmare, mismatch. 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six. big target, right, for Josh. Get him involved. And so as it relates to the Jets game, yeah, I think Dawson Knox will be a guy, a key guy that I think if he if he can have a good game, um, then I think the Bills definitely will win as well, okay? Um, who else? Anybody else on the offensive side of the ball? I think we probably just, just covered it, right? Now, what about on the defensive side? What about across the defense? On the defensive side of the ball? Now, mind you, against the Jets last time, we didn't have Trey. Right. Trey did not
3: play. Who else did not play that's playing now? Was um uh, uh, did Milano play? Or did po- or,
2: or, no 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 Poirier, Poirier, was out. Poirier was the guy that was out. So Poirier was out. And we know we're we're uh when Poirier is out, we lose. When Poirier is played, we've won every single game. So we're undefeated when Poirier plays. So you don't have Poyer, um, we didn't have Trey, obviously. Was Evans out too? You guys, let me know.
3: Confirm that. Anyway, we had a lot of guys that were out. Okay. Oh man, did we have all three of these guys out? Greg, Elam, and Poyer. Oh man, come on now.
2: Like, dude, like, that's those are like staples of your defense, man. All three levels. Defensive line. And the secondary, right? Well, not all three levels, two levels. You know what I'm saying. But anyway, so now we've getting, we're, getting, we're getting guys healthy. We're getting them back. So Trey White is back, right? Garrett Wilson is not going to go off like he did, right? Um, Edmonds is back. He's healthy. Knock on wood, Matt Milano can come out of this, this knee injury. He's day-to-day, but I think he'll be fine. He plays. Hopefully, with everything is going on with, with Sean McDermott and Kyrie Elam, they can get that thing rectified. And Kyrie feel about this. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm not going to go on a tangent, but I don't know what in the world is going on with McDermott and this Kyrie Elam thing. I know what he said last week about, about wanting to see what they had out of, out of Xavier Rhodes, but come on, man. Like, why are you tinkering? Like, this
3: is your first round draft pick. Christian Benford, you put on IR. Dane Jackson has played like garbage. You've got your first
2: round draft pick here who you've been playing in and out with Christian Benford up until this point. And now all of a sudden, this late in the season, oh, I just want to see what we got in Xavier Rhodes. So he's going to be a healthy scratch. Are you kidding? What, what is that? What is that? There has to be something more to it than that. Right? I don't get it. I don't know what's happening. McDermott needs to stop tinkering if he's tinkering. Cut it out. Cut it out. In my opinion, I think this is, what's, this, is what's, this is what hurts guys' development. Right? That's when you tinker. In and out. In and out. Man, play that guy,
3: man. First round pick. Stick him in there and let him play the whole year. Let him learn. On the job training. Anyway. Anyway. Let me get off my back. So, we got Trey White back. We've
2: got Jordan Poyer back. We've got Edmonds. We're, good. We're likely going to have Milano. I need to see Kyrie Elam. Right? We got Greg Rousseau back. That's six guys, right? Who else? We're not gonna have Vaughn, but I think just those guys alone, though. Those guys alone. Those guys alone, man. Getting Poyer, yo. I'm, 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 ser- I'm serious. Like as good as Mike White has looked, he is not gonna dice up the Bills' secondary when you got Trey White and, and uh and Jordan Poyer back, especially when you have Tremaine Edmonds covering the middle of that field that is going to be look i'm telling you right now mike white is not he's going to be seeing ghosts he's he's not going to have the guys are not going to be open and so that's why i said earlier it was that coverage aspect of it we may not get the pressure up front but i think the coverage aspect just by having these guys back having a guy like trey white back having jordan Poirier back having uh tremaine edmonds in the middle of the field having those three alone is gonna as man look here it's going to cause Mike White fits. It's going to cause him fits because it's going ru- to ruin the timing. And then guys like Ed Oliver, Groot maybe maybe even, will be able to get to him. Get him scrambling, get him out the pocket. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think look, oh man, I'm excited about it because I think this is going to be a completely different scenario this go around. Completely different scenario this go around. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not dissing the Jets. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving them props because they have a very good defense. But when you look at at, at at the last game and who we had missing versus who we have now, and then the addition that we're going to have on offense to Smoke Brown, I think Smoke is going to be playing.
3: All we need is for the offensive line to do its job. Just protect Josh in the pocket.
2: Get a man, can you give him a oh, uh, 1.5 seconds in the pocket, Spencer Brown, can you do that for me, please? Give him, give, give him at least a second and a half. Okay. Man, give him some time and Josh is gonna slice and dice these guys up. The defense is gonna shut these guys down. They're not running on us. And in fact, we're probably gonna run the ball even more. I think there's gonna be a different, a totally different game. Completely different game. Scott Van Lu comes in here with the super chat. Scott, I appreciate it, baby. He says, I think the I think the cornerback too we got a watch on the Jets um, are Eccles and Gardner. Okay. Um, they didn't let any of our receivers catch anything last game. Josh Allen's got to be on point. Well, yeah. Well, Sauce, and I mentioned this earlier, Scott. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yo, so, so what they did was um they bracketed Diggs. They doubled, they had they had Reed on Diggs with safety help over the top. Right, that's the cornerback, too, is DJ Reed. They had him over, with Diggs bracketed with the safety. And then they put sauce on Gabe Davis. So they put their number one on our number two and doubled our number one and made Josh have to go elsewhere. Okay? I think they're going to do the same thing, but what I think um, is going to be different is that we're going to have Smoke Brown. Okay? So now we got Smoke, and then we can incorporate Isaiah McKenzie as well. All right? But Smoke definitely blowing the top off the defense. Okay? While McKenzie's underneath. I think I'm leaking out to Dawson Knox on occasion. Right, I think throwing the ball to uh, James Cook out of the backfield, checking it down, I think that's going to bode well. And I think our, our improved run game, if we run the ball on him a little bit more too, I think that all that's going to bode well. And then when we get in the red zone, we're going to score touchdowns. I think we'll be, we're going to be fine in this game. Right? It's going to be a completely different outcome. Completely different outcome. Right, uh, John Williams says, yo, yo, Gabe Davis needs to catch the rock. Man, he does. He does. But man, when you got a guy like Sauce on him, you know what I'm saying? Like like Gabe, first of all, Gabe is not that guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's not he's not a number one receiver. He's barely a number two. And I mean barely. So when you have him going up against a guy like Sauce, he's he's likely not going to get free. So you're gonna need other guys to get open. And that's why I think John Brown, Smoke Brown is gonna come to play. Isaiah McKenzie, Dawson
3: Knox, James Cook. Okay, that's what I need to see happen. And then make sure of the running game, right? Oh, man,
2: I already see it. I already see it. So, and I think I've already kind of talked about it here, but I wanted to get into a conversation about, about the keys to a Big Dubs, man, and check this out. Big Dubs! Big Dubs! So, keys to Big Dubs. All right, off the top, I think, first of all, And this is where it always starts. It starts from the trenches. We need our offensive line to protect Josh Allen. If our offensive line can protect Josh Allen, I'm talking to you, Spencer Brown. Because everybody else is all right. This is you. Unless Questenberry has to play, and then it's it's, it's both of y'all. But if we can protect Josh Allen, I think we'll be fine. Secondly, we're going to need some secondary players to step up, some role players. Diggs is gonna get his. He had he went five for ninety three against him and against double coverage last, last week. Last time they played, he's gonna do the same thing again this week, right? We we need role players. Gabe Davis needs to step, step up. I'm not too sure how much he's gonna step up when he, if he if he has to if he has Sauce Gardner on him. I don't know about
3: that, but if John Brown plays, John Brown, James Cook, Dawson Knox, right? Those
2: guys getting involved. Neither one of them really have to go off. It just needs to be a mixture. I think if we if if Josh can really just distribute the ball to those guys and they can be effective getting the end zone, we'll be fine. Running game. I think we can incorporate the ground game more to this to this time. Because we started to see the ground game pick up. And it's picking up some steam. And it's keeping defenses honest and on their on their, t- on, their on their heels, right? It's going to play well for the play, for the play action game. Because eventually somebody's going to try to step up. They may bring a safety in the box. I don't know. I doubt it. We'll see. Depends on how well we run the ball. But nevertheless, we can run it. If they want to sit there and play that cover two shell, whatever, fine. We can run the ball
3: against them. I think we'll be fine. Defensively, we're going to need a game from our defensive line. If they don't get to Zach,
2: I mean, to, I won't say Zach Wilson, but to, to Mike White, get the hands up in the air, right? Because we know this is a rhythm passing team, um, especially with Mike White. But get your hands in the air. Groot, 6'6". Six, six, Long arms, get your hands in the air. That's what I need these guys across the defensive line to do, right? Play
3: sound. The back end, Trey White doing his thing. Jordan Poirier doing his thing. Tremaine Edmonds doing his thing. We're going to be fine.
2: That's my keys. Like, (laughs) just having these guys back healthy across the defense,
3: I don't see us losing. But we definitely need to protect Josh Allen. What do you guys say?
2: What do you guys say? Let me know. Let me know from you guys. I want. I want to know what your your thoughts on keys to big dubs. Jason N says, bring a bring bring out all, man. Uh, Dig, smoke, Davis, Cook, Hines, Knox, and McKenzie. There you go. Bring out all the big guns, man. All the big guns. Hold on, Wario and Luigi says, yo, guys, we're forgetting Crowder's coming back. Hold on,
3: Wario. I don't know about that, man. Did this it, it, did I, did I miss something? I don't think, I don't think Trotter's eligible to come back. I thought he was out for the year. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I haven't heard anything like that. Rick Woodland says, yo, a uh, motor. Okay. We'll see. Um, I think a combination of them two,
2: right? Motor and, and, and Moss, but I think Moss, I mean, God, I can't believe I said Moss. Motor and Cook, right? But um, the good thing is, I think I think uh, Cook is starting to get more reps because of that explosive element. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yo, I've got to give a shout-out to my man. Yo, I haven't – yo, long time no see. Yo, Jeff King in the house. Jeff, brother, man, yo, it is so good to see you, man. Jeff comes in with a super chat. Jeff, I appreciate it. He says, yo, good to see you, reverend Got to be honest, I don't care what happened the first game. I think we stomp a dog, you know what, out of this game. Go Bills. Jeff, that's what I'm on right now. And I'm going to get into that with the score predictions here, here right now. I definitely believe that, man. Like, yeah, last game, we had injuries, man, right? And the defense is good, no
3: doubt. The defense is good. But when we get these guys, we got these guys coming back. Trey White, Jordan Poyer, Tremaine Edmonds. That alone is enough, right? I and mean, then I don't
2: see Josh Allen throwing multiple interceptions and having the game that he had against them last, like he did last week, not like he did last game. No, not at all. I think they've turned over a new leaf, and this team, this Bills at home, are gonna beat the brakes off of these guys. That's what I think. Even with Mike White, even though their offense is supposedly "quote unquote" a little bit more efficient than Zach Wilson. I think we are going to make him miserable in this game, and we're gonna blow him out. I have been waiting for a forty burger from this team since the Titans game, and I have not gotten it yet. Could it be? Could it be that we get it against the Jets? What do y'all think, Silas, What do you what do? You tell me, man. You you a Jersey brother? What do you think, my man? Are we getting? Are we getting? A, are we getting a forty burger
3: from my man this week? You guys let me know. But this is the time for score predictions. So give me your score predictions right now.
2: Big Jets. At home, Highmark Stadium Sunday. What are your score predictions, baby?
3: I saw one earlier. Let me go back to it. Where is it at? Drop it in the chat. Oh, where'd it go? It was an early one too, man. I think it was like 38 to 17, but I could be wrong. I lost it. I lost it. But anyway, you guys give me your score predictions. I'm scrolling through the chat right now trying to find
2: the score predictions. Trying to find score predictions. Let me know what you guys think.
3: Is it going to be a close game like it was last, the last matchup? Or are we going to knock these guys out? WB2DX says, yo, Bills,
2: 31. New Jersey Jets, you got that right. Ten, love it, love it. Jim Graham says, "Yo, no red zone turnovers. That is the key to big dubs." 1000 one percent, Jim. Trust the process. Says ball control, absolutely.
3: Yo, nine to three, it's over, bro. <laughs> nine, oh, nine and three, it's over. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Um, where we at? John Williams comes in, twenty-eight to ten, Bills. Big game. Big one. And Jeff B. comes in here. with talking about the uh, keys to big dubs.
2: He says, yo, get off the freaking field on third down defense. That's what we need for big dubs. A thousand percent.
3: Jim. I think we're going to do it. Let me see. What other score predictions do we have in here? Score predictions, score predictions. Here it is.
2: Life with ASAP. 35 seventeen bills day trooper 24 13 bills this is what I'm talking about Jim Grant 3510 bills Rick Woodland 3117 bills there we go see so this is not a close this is not close this is not close Silas says it too man yo he said yo no nah, it ain't gonna be close like it was last time now 3117 bills
3: absolutely man Absolute, oh, there it is. That's what I was looking for. Jason N, 42. 21, Bills. Hey, w, WB2DX, yo.
2: Hey, Bills, 50, Jet Zero. Man, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be
3: something? <laughs> Bangarang74 says, yo, Bills by a gurgillion.
2: That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Anthony Jones, 35 17 bills. Glenn says, yo, I like whoever said 38-17 bills. There we go. That's kind of where I'm at, man. I think, yo, I think it's gonna be a huge one. Oh, Juan Castillo. What's up, Juan? He says, yo, back to back, 50 burgers the next two weeks. Oh, let's get it. Can you imagine the Bills? If the Bills put a 50 burger on these boys, yo. Oh, dude. Oh, man. I would absolutely love it. First of all, I don't think Sean McDermott would, would, would run up a score like that. I don't think he would do what the Cowboys did <laughs> against the Colts. I don't think he'll do it. I think if it's, if it's a, a substantial lead in this 40 to something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he'll, 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 he'll pull off the dogs. But I would love just to see him just keep the foot on the gas. Bury these dudes. Bury everybody. And it's not just for the Jets, but it's a statement for the rest of the AFC. Let them know, we got this number one seed We earned it, and we ain't letting it off. We ain't letting it go. If you want it back, you're
3: going to have to get it from us because we ain't giving it up. Statement to the rest of the AFC. Appeals by a billion, baby. Silas says, yo, I think it'll be close early, but these players got to play with
2: pride. Go at these DBs. Man, you got that right. I think think this is a game where Josh is going to say, man, forget it. Blank to the wall. I'm just going for it. You know what I'm saying? He's slinging that thing. That's what I think. Slinging it, baby. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, we'll see. So my, my score prediction as we get ready to close out this, this show, uh, I've been wanting a 40 burger for a very long time. And I'm going to give the Bills a 40. I'm going to go ahead and do it. And I like I like the 42
3: thing. 42 feels good. The way it rolls off the tongue, it feels good. Oh, Christopher says forty-five eighteen. Okay. I'm going to go with, let me, let me put it in here. Uh, let me see here. I think it's going to be a huge, a huge one. Ready? Here it is. Here's my score prediction, ladies and gentlemen. Bill's 42. Jets 13.
2: 42-13. Oh man, Reagan. Yo, Reagan, Reagan is here. Yo, he is trying to get Gabe Davis
3: MVP. It ain't gonna happen, Reg. Alright, brother. But I gotta put you in timeout. You came back with it with, with the nonsense.
2: Anyway. man. Bills, big win. Statement win. Like I said, not just to the Jets, not just to the AFC East, but the rest of the AFC. Everybody who thinks that they can get this number one seed back will have another thing coming. Bills 42, Jets 13, slam
3: them. Completely slam them. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm on right now. That's what I want, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man, I'm feeling so good about that. Like, yeah,
2: I'm feeling so good about that, man. You know how good I'm feeling about it? I'm feeling so good about that score and about what the Bills are going to do. Yo, You know what I'm saying? Like, they just kind of make me want to shout.
1: The Bills make me want to shout. kick your heels up and shout, throw your hands up and shout, throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are
2: making it happen. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, that is show. my time. Grace and peace to everybody who joined me tonight. Almost 200 strong in here. I appreciate you guys. Smash that like. The bills are gonna get this dub, baby. I think the bills are gonna go undefeated the rest of the way. We ain't losing another game, baby. We coming for it. You want that Lombardi Trophy. So either you win us, or you have dissed us. Let's go. Let's go let's it's all about the Bills, baby. It's all about the Bills. Ha ha, my yo. So cringe, but so good. It is so good, eh?
1: That's it, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen,
2: let's go Buffalo, man. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's get this thing popping. Let's get another big dub. Right? Big dub. Stay on top of the AFC East. Stay on top of the AFC. Secure the number one seed all the way through the playoffs. Let's do it, baby. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, grace and peace. I'll see you next go round. And as always, let's go, Buffalo. Let's Let's get it, baby. Love y'all.
1: The bills make me wanna shout. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now. The bills are making it happen now. Stand up now. Come on and shout. Hey, hey, hey. Shout it right now, baby Say you will. Come on, come on Say you will. Come on and shout Say you will. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo's happening now Show. We're on the moon now Show. The fields are happening now Show. They're making it happen now Show. we got the spirit Show. A lot of spirit, yeah We've got the spirit Show. Just watch it happen now Hey